0: In this episode, I want to talk about the importance of finding your tribe or community. Because I know that your long-term career success, your professional success, it does depend on finding this community of like-minded people. And it also is personally beneficial. I mean, you'll discover that your emotional well-being improves when you know that there are people who have your back. They're always there for you and they're cheering you on. This is Invincible Career, and I'm Larry Cornett. A friend of mine made a significant career pivot uh, several years ago. He decided that he wanted more out of work and life. So he invested in himself, and he went after it. He went after it hard. He's been very successful. However, he discovered that odd experience, which sometimes happens, when you change, grow, and move in a new direction. His old friends wanted to hold him back. I don't know why, but they did. Sadly, he found that he had to create a new circle of friends who were just as ambitious as he is. I've experienced this a few times in my life when I made significant career changes many of my old acquaintances faded out of my life. Once we no longer had that bond of a shared office or similar work, similar profession, we lost touch. Once I could no longer help people with my position, (laughs) I wasn't viewed as someone useful who could be leveraged. Now, a few of my friends stayed by my side. They were friends with me, not my job title. We stayed in touch for several years, and we catch up when we can. We still catch up. They're very supportive of my new lifestyle and my businesses. Surprisingly, a tiny number of people are directly antagonistic. And again, I don't know why. They like to mock my new business, and they seem upset about my lifestyle changes. They've said that I was crazy. To throw away all of the progress in my previous career. So, like my friend, I had to find a new tribe. I created a new circle of friends and colleagues who were willing to be more supportive. I did it because it's so tough to succeed alone. And I'm not talking about having business partners or employees. I'm also not talking about your boss or your coworkers because work, your workplace, it's a competitive environment and only a few people can get promoted. You're going to compete for positions. You also can't openly share your fears and your uncertainty and your doubt without some sort of blowback, some kind of repercussions. That's just the reality. And finally, most people have mediocre bosses or even downright bad ones, who aren't exactly supportive and nurturing. I think we've all had that experience. What I'm talking about is finding your professional support network, finding your tribe of people who want to see you succeed, becoming part of a community that wants to help you grow. And there's a quote from Seth Godin, A tribe is a group of people connected to one another, connected to a leader, and connected to an idea. For millions of years, human beings have been part of one tribe or another. A group needs only two things to be a tribe, a shared interest and a way to communicate. So your tribe, it's a small group of people who provide guidance because... Many of us are at different points in our journeys, professional, personal, and so forth. They act as a confidential sounding board for your important decisions. They answer your questions, no matter how crazy they might seem. They support each other in their goals because you're all on a similar path. They can help you with connections and resources, and they have your best interest in mind, and they lift you up when you're feeling discouraged. A tribe can't be too large, so all of your connections on Twitter or LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram or TikTok, they don't work well for this purpose. That won't count. You need a certain degree of intimacy to ensure that people are really committed to helping each other. And I'm guessing that you've already experienced the pros and cons of being part of a community at some point in your life. I mean, we all have. But our early experiences with them aren't exactly the same as later experiences with communities that you intentionally choose to join. Our early experiences with communities were not entirely under our control, right? I mean, as children, we lived in the communities where our parents chose to make our homes. Most of us went to schools where we encountered yet another community. again we probably didn't have a much choice in this. And, you know, perhaps your parents intentionally selected your school and therefore your community appears. In my case, our tiny town had one public school. There was no choice. My community experience wasn't the best. You know, I had kind of an experience when I was really young, grade school, junior high, where I just didn't fit in. You know, I I really didn't fit in. And I was a bit of a nerd and people liked to make fun of me for reading too much and getting good grades. And it was, wasn't was a supportive environment whatsoever. <laughs> so I moved during my freshman year in high school. We went to an entirely different community and I decided to radically change who I was and my behavior. I wanted to have friends. I wanted to fit in. I wanted to be popular So I kind of changed every way that I was behaving about school and I got into a lot of trouble, you know, the kind of stuff that you probably shouldn't be doing. And I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about that, but yeah, I wasn't being me anymore. So yeah, I found a community and I had friends, but it wasn't really focused on the real me. And unfortunately, I carried this forward into my college experience. So later in life, you probably selected your college or university for your advanced education. And although you couldn't choose which students attended classes with you, you could form your own circle of friends and study groups and things like that. Unfortunately, I was still kind of carrying over that behavior <laughs> from from high school and wanted to have fun. You know, I created my own tribe of people that like to party and play basketball and play cards all night and I did miserably. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't studying. That's that whole thing of like, oh, it's not cool to to be smart and to read and to study, which is really not not very intelligent when you're going to college. I don't know what I was thinking. It's not like it was intentional. It'd been going on for too long. So I I bombed out. I dropped out of my undergrad college, you know, in my second year I think it was. And took a year off and just worked and I was trying to figure out my life and what I was going to do. And I think a big part of me coming back and turning everything around and succeeding academically was I created a whole new community. I found a new tribe. I found people who liked to study and people who were at college for a purpose and a reason. You know, there wasn't there to party. And that's what I needed. I needed a whole different circle of friends to help me get serious about school. And so I. Got back into it and I got my degree and then I went on to graduate school and got my my PhD. So, I mean, I, I was able to turn things around, but it really was because of finding my tribe. You know, I finally got it right, but it took a lot of work <laughs> to kind of reverse my, my disastrous academic performance earlier. And then when you leave school and you start working for employers in your given profession, you discover once again, you're not really... In full control of your community, of your peers and coworkers, but you have to make the best of it. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it can lead you astray if you join a tribe of people who have goals that aren't completely aligned with yours. And I've made that mistake too. You know, I chased things that really weren't right for me, and I was I succeeded. I I shouldn't complain. I mean, I had a good career but I lost my way because I was part of a tribe that was much more focused on climbing the ladder, getting the titles, making a lot of money, but not really caring much about our health or our emotional health or our families and relationships. So, I mean, it was it was good and bad, probably a lot of bad towards the end. You know, in the old days... It was a little harder to find a great community outside of work. Partially didn't have time, partially it was just wasn't that easy. But the internet has made that a lot easier. Tightly focused global communities are now at your fingertips. I mean, this does introduce a new challenge that makes it difficult again in a in a new way. There are thousands and thousands of communities scattered across hundreds of platforms. And you may have to explore and try a few before you find one that meets your needs. But as you may have heard or read in my recent conversation with Sam Sycamore, joining and engaging with the right community can make all the difference in your professional life and career. So how does a community help you if it's not obvious by now? There was a survey done and the the community members who were surveyed said that their communities empower them in the following ways. 76% 76% said it's a place to ask questions. You know, ask questions and get answers. 68% kind of flipped that around and said providing solutions. They like to come in and help other people. They they get fulfillment that way. I like to do that too. 65% said it's for connecting, you know, forming those relationships. 61% said it's about being heard, you know, and I I've experienced that too. I think a lot of people have. Is that I don't feel like I'm heard. I feel like, especially if you're an introvert, you get talked over at work and all kinds of other situations and you can join a community and you finally feel like somebody sees you and somebody hears you. And that's the last one. 60% said, I feel seen. I think a lot of people have realized how much they need that connection. So a community can make a big difference in your life, both professionally and personally. And believe me, this is different. It's very different than the group of people that you have in your social media circles. It's not exactly the same. Sometimes you can intentionally do this. There are ways to do it, but it's a lot of work. And of course, there may be some overlap. But the tighter focus and intentionality of a community or a tribe is uniquely valuable. It's different than just your social media pool. For example, you share similar goals and you're committed to helping each other achieve them. You often share similar career paths too. So people who are further along in their career can help you with advice and guidance and feedback, resources, connections, people in their network. You have a shared agenda. It's on the table versus the hidden agendas that often exist at work. The people in your tribe They're not competing with you. This isn't like work where they're like, hey, if you get promoted, I don't get promoted. And we're both trying to get that same position. The people in your community want to see you succeed. Confidentiality is a big part of it too. I mean, where else can you share your innermost worries, your professional fears, your secrets with people you can really trust? I know I could never safely share everything with my boss. (laughs) Tried that once it kind of bit me in the butt. You know, if you share your concerns and worries with your boss, in this case, my boss said, "Well, maybe you can't handle this job." Well, that's very supportive. <laughs> and that can happen with colleagues too that you don't know if you can really trust them or not. It can be very political. I've been in environments where information was used against me. And my team didn't want to hear about it either, right? As a manager and a leader, they don't want to see that you're nervous or you're worried, you know, about a reorg or something that's going on within the company. They need you to be calm and stable. So who do you talk to? You know, I used to talk to my wife and complain about work, but she gets tired of that too, right? So when you have a community, they're there to listen to you. And you don't have to worry about looking stupid and asking silly questions. A great community is very supportive and understanding. You can also depend on your community to hold you accountable, and this is important. I've talked about accountability before and how much that improves your odds of success. If you want to pursue your dreams and you want to achieve your goals, you need accountability, and a community can help you stay on track. And then finally, moral support. Your community will lift you up when you're feeling down. I run a career community, and I've linked that online. If you go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com. This is Have You Found Your Tribe, Issue 293. So I have a link to my career community there. And that is a consistent theme within my community. It's like work is hard. It's very stressful. Job interviews are very stressful. (laughs) People start to sometimes lose confidence in themselves. If things aren't going well at work or they get a couple of bad job interviews or turned down for a few they lose confidence and they can get depressed. And we've all experienced that. So in our weekly calls and in, in this career community, we lift each other up. We can tell when someone's down. We can tell when someone needs a boost, when someone needs our help that they can believe in themselves again and get their confidence back. So when I started my first business, and this was a solopreneur business, I was lucky. I was really. It was just pure luck. I was lucky enough to be surrounded by a team of other consultants who were solopreneurs too, all at the same time. It was a very unique startup situation. Um, We were all working together. They encouraged me. They talked me through my worries and fears. I was making the transition from employee to consultant to starting my own solopreneur business for the first time. And I had a family to support. There were so many things that I didn't know about starting and operating a business. There are so many mistakes that I would have made if it wasn't for my community. They showed me the ropes and they helped me navigate that complexity, the complexity of working for myself for the first time. That was like 20, 23 years ago. It was a long time ago. And I'm still friends with many of those people today. The bonds we formed were that strong. Over the years, we've continued to help each other. We make introductions. We send work to each other. We coach each other. All kinds of stuff that just wouldn't happen if we hadn't formed that strong community. And I also credit my strong entrepreneurial community and my tech community, all the people that I know in the industry, with helping me succeed with my second solopreneurial business. My network has made all the difference in the world. I've talked about the power of a network. Now, it's all not puppies and sunshine. (laughs) I had a third business. I'm trying to think of the number now. One, two. I think it's my third business. Yeah. And the mistake I made with not having a community. So we all have skills and we have experience in our professions. But if you've never operated your own business, you don't have all of the knowledge and wisdom you need to succeed yet. When I launched my third business several years ago, and that was the tech startup, it was really different than my first and second businesses. I mean, I was a solopreneur with those. This time, I had co founders and I hired employees. We raised money from investors. Unfortunately, this time I did not have the same kind of close community to guide me. I mean, I I should have connected with other founders who could have helped me avoid mistakes, you know, improve my odds of success and just not feel so lonely when I was struggling. I was just so busy working and just so tightly knit with my partners in the business that I didn't look outside and I should have. I mean, the internet, it's a wonderful thing. <laughs> I, I have been in the world pre-internet, so I know how amazing it is to have it. A great deal of information you need is online, so much. But that's the problem. There's so much information overload. Go look for information about how to start a business and you'll find millions of results. Plus, there is a big difference between theory and practice. There's a big difference between knowledge and wisdom. I wish that I had either found or created my community at that time, but I didn't. And I eventually failed. My startup failed. I mean, careers and businesses and all of this can feel so overwhelming. And it can be a little scary at times. It really can, especially when your business is struggling. But it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, I know how important it is to find a supportive community. So this time around with my fourth business, I searched, I intentionally looked for some and I found a few. I joined some, tried them out, but they didn't quite meet my needs. And that, that really was because the people in the community had very different backgrounds than me. And we were, I found out building very different types of businesses. So I got frustrated. I I was looking and looking. I just couldn't find it. Again, this is that information overload and literally thousands of communities. So couldn't find one. So in the words of someone famous who I can't remember right now, it's like, if you can't find it, create your own. And so I did. I built a career community. And that was the first one that I built to give other people what I wished I'd had during my corporate life. And this is also part of my business. It's a supportive group of ambitious, helpful professionals that don't have a hidden agenda. I mean, I run the community and so I don't allow it. I've had too many jerks in my life and other people have too. So it's really strict. (laughs) I don't want to say it's like strict in terms of the way we, we talk with each other. We have a lot of fun. But I don't let jerks into the community. So if you're interested, I mean it's linked again in the newsletter. So go check out newsletter.invinciblecareer.com. Um, it's just different, you know. It's a group of ambitious, helpful professionals with no hidden agenda. You know, it's it's not a boss. It's not paid for by your boss, so there's no conflict of interest. It's not trying to, you know, partner with your competitive peers. It's People, mostly from the tech industry, but people who really are trying to help each other be successful in their careers. And it's also why I created another community. It's a mastermind community for entrepreneurs and solopreneurs and small business owners, so like myself. And again, this is what I wish I'd had. I wished I'd had something like this when I was starting out because it would have been amazing to have people who could support me. And I wanted to create that supportive environment for other people who are ready to break free of a nine-to-five job, you know, break free of the corporate world and start their own business. Because most of us don't know where to begin. And it's really nice to have a community of experienced peers who can ensure your success. So when I built this, you know, I had in mind kind of the corporate escapees, and, and there's a lot of us that either want to do this or dream of it someday. And it's really meant to help guide you with, you know, people who have decades of experience. You know, provide helpful courses that can help educate you about some of the important things around building a business and trying to figure out your business model and creating your culture, your principles, you know, how do you expand your business, all that kind of stuff. Give you feedback on your business plan, you know, answer any questions you might have, support you when you need it. And people, they need it. Businesses are hard running a business by yourself is hard. It's great to have support. And last but not least, help hold you accountable. So if you set goals and you want to achieve targets, be in there to help hold you accountable and support you in that. You know, starting a new business is it's never easy. It can be a little scary. I get it. I felt it. <laughs> but, you know, we're here to help you and support you. So if you're interested, you can learn more about it. Again, I linked it in the newsletter, newsletter.invinciblecareer.com. This is Have You Found Your Tribe, issue 293. Um, so the other thing to consider is if you can't find the community that you are seeking, if what I'm describing doesn't fit what you need, you know, a career community or an entrepreneurial community, if you're looking for something different. I encourage you to search for something. That's great if you can find an existing community. But if you can't find one, don't give up. Don't give up. You can create your own community. It is easier than ever before to bring like-minded people together from all over the world. And in a past article, and I linked that too. Um, I talked about Slack. I use Slack, Discord. I've played with Discord. I have a Mighty Networks community and there's a few other solutions like Teams and so forth. So I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about those. I linked that article so you can check it out if you want to read it. But what I want to share with you in this episode is a new community building service that I recently discovered. This is just a few months ago. I think they launched, came out of beta. It's called Geneva. And it is much simpler than the other services that I use. It's much simpler for the administrators. So if you want to create a community, it's also, I find it more approachable for the members of the community who want to join. A lot of folks in tech are familiar with, with Slack. And so maybe they have figured it all out. Kids who play a lot of video games and use Discord, pretty simple for them. But Geneva's even easier. I mean, you can quickly spin up a new community just in a few minutes. I mean, I, I spun one up like in 15 minutes. And then you can continue to you know expand it and modify and edit it. It's a free platform, so that's very exciting. <laughs> it's very flexible. And it has places for you to have discussions and chat. It has supports audio chat. So you can have audio rooms, you can do video. You can have video conversations and video chat. Um, Really useful for groups and clubs and communities of all shapes and sizes. And you can read more about it and how to use it in their help center, which I linked as well. So check out the newsletter. However, I always find it better to join an existing community to learn about a new platform and to understand how it works. I mean, I like to kick the tires a bit before I even think about creating my own group. So if you'd like to play with Geneva and get used to it, and you think of yourself as a creative type. So I've talked about this in in some past episodes, I believe, or if I haven't, here you go. I've created a Geneva community. It's for creators. So it's people who make things. And that can be artists, writers, podcasters, people who make video, photographers, potters, painters, (laughs) anything really. It's really about people who make things and are interested in potentially creating some passive income or making a living, doing more of what they love, maybe breaking free of their job someday. So if you want to check it out, it's called Invincible Creators. You could go to Geneva and search for it or go to the link in the newsletter. It's completely free. And the folks there are very friendly. We're just getting started. So you could be one of the early adopters and help us grow it. So don't be shy. Come on in and say hi. You know, and just check it out if you want to learn how Geneva works. So as I said in the beginning of this, you know, it's like your long-term professional success it really does depend on finding your community of like-minded people. I believe that. You know, I talk about networking being so powerful. Community is too, and that's that's kind of part of your network. It's also personally beneficial. I think you'll discover that your emotional well-being improves when you know that your friends in the community have your back, when you know that they're always there for you, they're in your corner, and they're cheering on your success. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you would like to follow upcoming releases of the show, please subscribe. And as always, I appreciate your ratings and reviews. Thank you. If you would like to learn more about Invincible Career and the podcast, you can visit InvincibleCareer.com. Until next time, I wish you the best of luck in becoming an opportunity magnet for the best things in life.